Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello there, good afternoon, and uh, welcome, Lori and Julia, show my talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. It's a Thursday, which means we can see the weekend from our house. I want to congratulate our most recent $107 winner here in uh, Apley, July. That is Krista Starnes. Krista from Lakeville, $107 richer. How did she do that? Well, she uh, either downloaded the MyTalk app, or if she already had that, already has the app, you just open it and you're registered. And then we just pick names. We're going to do it through the end of the month. We have a lot more winners and a lot more cash to give away. Awesome, right, Donnie. Thank, thank, thank you. you. Okay. All right, oh. so I'm dying. So last we knew it was your birthday when you left here yesterday. It was still your birthday at the end of the show, and you were... That's right. To meet Casey at a restaurant, and then he had a plan. Something, yeah, he had something. So we you know, sit down. He's got a glass of Chardonnay ordered for me. We're sitting outside our favorite little restaurant, and he is sweating profusely. And I'm kind of like, you know, you know, I said, oh, I really like my skirts. I kind of really thought that that was the end. You know, that there, I didn't really. He goes, well, I gave you a clue in your card. I said that we were going to Lee's Liquor Lounge. And I thought, well, that's okay. That's fun. But I mean, we've right. been there a million times. Right. and whatever. Whatever, you know. And he's just sweating profusely. And he says, I don't think, I don't know if you understand what it is that I've done. And I said, what? <laughs> I don't, I'm dying right now. I said, Stand up comedy. <laughs> no, I said, tell me. He said, I've been taking swing dance lessons oh. for the last Five weeks, and I've been f- like Frankenstein on roller skates. <laughs> and, Are you kidding me? Oh, and <laughs> let me just like back yeah. up. So when Casey and I first met, I was dating this other guy, mm-hmm. and one of the things I loved to do with this other guy is he was tall and he knew how to swing and country and do two, two step, step and, and all that. Yep. And and uh, he was actually better at that than like just dancing fast sure, dance. Okay? Sure. And I didn't, as long as the guy knows what he's doing. If you have any semblance of uh, rhythm, rhythm. Oh, you can follow. Okay, okay right. So, so, you know, I had told Casey that. And our very second date after our first date, which after our first date, we broke up. And I just started laughing because we hadn't even gone to a movie or another right. our date Our first yet. date was at the Whiskey Junction. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm. so funny. So, I had, maybe I had mentioned it that I like to do. So, Casey had gone to a woman's basement. Okay. And gotten dance lessons like two weekends in a row. And I get into Lee's liquor lounge that night for my date with him. And he's leaning up against the wall and he's got a V-neck shirt on and a fedora and tight pants and kind of like pointy shoes. shoes, You know, a shoe that you can slide in because you got to have. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And he looks like all the world, like he's going to be a great dancer. Uh And, um, and he's sweating profusely, you know. And And this is last night? No, no, no. This is in the past. This is in the past. And so we. We we attempt, and he almost broke my hands, you know, <laughs> flinging me around. And, and, like, at the end of that night, I said, you know, you're really a good fast dancer. Right. Maybe that's how we're just going to, that's how we should dance, you know, because right. you got to know how to lead, and it's no big deal. I don't, I like, you know, so I just 
No gets, big deal. Right. Then, you know, we'd been married like seven years and or not even seven years, like maybe three years. And Casey got us Dan- ballroom, ballroom dance. dance I totally remember this. Yes. Oh, my God. That was just a disaster. Right? We didn't even finish. It's expensive. We, we yes, didn't I even know. finish because Casey got uh, so mad that the male instructor started dancing with him to try and show him <laughs> how, to, how to lead, what to do, what right? to do. And we never went oh, back. And, yeah. and so anyway, it's been, I this funny, that. It, it's been this funny thing. And I really do, you know, like to, I mean, I love to do that. And it's always fun going. And if, a, if that's the way to dance. So anyway, he says to me, he says, yes. And I almost quit after the very first night, even though I had spent like, Five hundred and fifty dollars. Whoa! And I was ready to just go buy a damn ring. <laughs> right. And I said, "Well, the jewelry moratorium is over." Just right. FYI, we talked about that yesterday yeah. in the show. Tune in. And he said, "He said I was I I was Franken Frankenstein on mm-hmm. roller skates." And he said, "But I decided I just would go and I'll do my one on one." And this woman taught him, mm-hmm. and she would say to him every day every that they took gentle gentle oh, gentle because yeah. he's got the death grip yes he does he does and and he said he was practicing in the basement because i keep i keep i've been coming home and i'm like casey where are you right. and i can hear music and i thought he was doing his art he's been down his there art. dancing that's what we're calling yeah. kyle <laughs> he's been down there dancing Serious? okay dancing. that's so sweet okay, did so he have a mirror down there to practice in front I, of her or anything she or? gave him steps on how and it's really just like you know just swing and swing and two Steps. So okay, fun. so fun to twirl. Absolutely. And, and he and I do know how to do the one where you both twirl, twirl together. Yep. Okay, but sometimes we get mixed up because he's supposed to be leading and I always start leading. Yes. So he goes, I've been taking these lessons. And he said, and I've wanted to cry. I've wanted to quit. It's been hell. My te- my instructor, this nice lady said, she's anemic and she gets bruises on her oh, hands no. every time we dance. No, because he's so rough. Strong grip. He, he's he. I know this. I said so. Okay. He says, but I think I have it, and I'm gonna. We're gonna go to Lee's, and there's a band, and we're gonna dance. Okay. I were you floored? I am ready to enter competition with. Were this you guys man. that good? He, wow, really? Oh, I mean, Serious? okay. I, yes, okay, I did so have to ice the top of my one hand today, <laughs> and I. Um, but he like totally has it. Are you kidding? Uh, and I love that kind of dancing. That's so fun. It is so fun, but it has been something that, you know, has just kind of been this joke about, you know, and he got it and it was, I was having a blast and I did, I put on a twirly skirt, yep. you know, because you want to, yep. like, you don't want to be in pants. It's, right. It's hot. What kind of music? Well, like, it's like, you know, rockabilly yeah, or kind of like that. <gasps> and my gosh, I mean, we met this old guy, Elmo, and he's like, oh, well, the real, the where all the swing is happening, like the Dell con- counts are playing at the Richfield VFW tonight. Oh, fun. And that's surfing music, you yeah. know, right? Yeah. When you say, and he's telling, oh yeah, this place and that place and but there were all kind. I mean, I'm a couple of my f- older friends and uh-huh. me that uh, grew up dancing. I'm like, I got to remind these gals to go to Lee's and go to VFWs because there's always people to dance with. It's just like all the salsa dancing places yes. where the men there's stand always, around. Yeah. There's always there's someone, someone who to wants dance to dance. With, like, yeah, down at the yes. Loring. Yeah. Yes. So, anyway, but <gasps> Casey, oh, he was he really? Good? What did he wear? Well, he just wore you know like a hard shoe and a pair of jeans, mm-hmm. and I mean he was. Um, he he just 
That's he, really sweet, Lauren. I know it. And he he said, I hated it so much. He said, I really was Frankenstein. Just heavy foot, skate. heavy feet. He just, you Cloud know. hopper. Yeah. And he's such a good, like, fast dancer. Mm-hmm. And he can yep. slow dance. But you have to, the guy has to, like, Donnie, do you know how to swing? I do. Yeah. Yes. The and, guy has to lead. Yeah, you do. So <laughs> fun. You have to, 100%. And uh, the only person I've always done swing dancing with is my friend Jeanette. I was just going to say. From Duluth, yeah. who's a little bit taller than me. And she's a she strong girl from Wisconsin who can really, you know, <laughs> Play twirl the, me. Yes. And right. with a light touch and always pulls me oh, back. I love and it. Anyway, it was so fun. That's so romantic, Ooh. too. Isn't it? Yes. How Did you guys just, were you just sweaty? We were, I mean, it was a workout. His back hurt. Right. The back of my calves right. hurt. Um, because you're kind of, it was stopping, but he, we did the side by side. I mean, I was like so impressed that he, and, but a couple of times I'd say to him, gentle. Gentle. I know. I I already know this. I know him. No, I know him. He doesn't mean it, but he's just like, well, you know, anyway, so that that was the. That's so romantic and sweet because that's something that you guys can do now. And it, it just makes you so happy. Well, he was just, I said, Casey. We could enter, and I said, we'd be on the young end of the senior. <laughs> we might be able to clean up if I could clean up my dance steps. Yeah. I know. Sweet. So we were just laughing. He goes, well, maybe let's just start with the regionals first. Okay, no, right. Yeah. What was the, um, and the we, clue in the card? Um, he, you know, I was in, I was just like in such a hurry, busting the clues and going on to the next sure one. Sure, that you didn't pay attention. I, I didn't pay attention. Okay. I have to go back and read that poem. And he goes, "Do you know how hard it is to find a word that rhymes with lounge?" I <laughs> love for Lee's like yeah. lounge. Wow. He goes, "It's just wow. about Scrounge. impossible." Scrounge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm I know. So, so glad. you you have a you've got a very darling. I know brother. he's he's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good guy. That's just so sweet. I know. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. All right. Listen, when we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of, and it's the Emmy nomination. Hey, everybody! Thanks for hanging out with us. So the Emmy nominations they were, came out today. Came out this morning, mm-hmm. and um, well, you know what? There's there's some exciting snubs and some exciting first time nominations yeah, there I thought. were what did what jumped out at well you, what jumped Jules? out at me i thought was that i was happy to see um lily tomlin for grace and frankie but no jane fonda no i know it's kind of a snub tracy ellis ross i love her yeah um in a dra- in a drama series sterling k brown for this is us i just loved him so much and i really you know uh, sandra o oh, was nominated, wasn't she? She yes. made history. Yeah, she for did. Killing Eve, which was one of our favorite. But as shows. the first woman of Asian descent nominated for a lead actress in a drama series, she what? was never nominated no. when she was on Grey's Anatomy. No. no, gosh, because she made that show. Yes, she did. So Sandra Oh makes history, and she, um, she was. She said, I'm struggling to find the right words for it. She told the Hollywood Reporter. She said, what's a blend of the words seriousness and joyous? I'm thrilled. <laughs> um, uh, I have, she's joy about the show. And she said, I won't, I wait for everyone else who will also have the opportunity. And um, she said, I, and, and 
I want the movement to keep going. I want the ripple to turn into a wave. Hmm. About that. And but her co-star in Killing Eve did not get nominated, Who which is, is shocking. Wrong, well, wrong, wrong, wrong. No. It's weird that on a show that relies on those two characters yeah. completely. Same with Lily Tomlin with uh Yeah, Jane Fonda. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of a that's weird. And no Veep, so there will be a new because Julia Louis Dreyfus has won the last seven years for Veep, and because for our leading cancer, actress in a comedy series. Yes, yeah, sorry. So we will have a new um, person. Yeah, we will have a new Rachel person. Rachel Bronson for the marvelous Maisel is up now. Lead actress in a comedy series. That's what the one who we. That's usually what Julia Louis Dreyfus right. has won the last seven years. Allison Janney for Mom. No. Issa Rae for Insecure. No. I love that show. No, I, know. I love that show. Tracy Ellis Ross. No. It's going to be Rachel Brosnan right. if the Academy has any. Should sense I even at read all. these or just? No, I, I look at Jessica Biel got nominated for the center. We love that. But look at all the people she's up against. I know. Yeah, you know, a lot of win. a lot of good people. But yeah. still, I hope Justin's on tour so she can go to the Emmys by herself. <laughs> I think he will be. I no, love, she'll have more fun without him. He won't no try and eat it. But I love that Darren Chris for yeah. the assassination of Johnny Versace. He's absolutely. He should. He'll totally win in his category. He should, yeah. And Louis Anderson got nominated again. Yay, Louis! For Baskets, Supporting Actor. But the one that I really like, I love Tony Shalhoub and the marvelous Miss Maisel as the mm-hmm. dad, but really Titus Burgess from Unbreakable, Kermit Schmidt. He's funny. Yeah, but that Sandra O oh category is that lead well, actress. I mean, Oof. But you have Kerry Elizabeth- Russell from yep. the Americans. Yeah, Sandra O, oh, Elizabeth Moss, greatest eyeball actor of her generation, <laughs> and Hamid Sale, and Claire Foy, The Crown. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. Yeah, very tough. Very. That's going to be a hard one. Well, how about the snub? Uh, Game of Thrones led the nominations, but yep. uh, that Amelia Clark and Kit Harrington do not get nominated. No. I don't is think Jon Snow and Khaleesi. Okay, the only one that I th- I think Amelia Clark is better than Jon Snow as at okay. acting. Right. I really do. So you think she? But you was know who also snub? didn't get nominated? Who? Modern Family. Thank goodness. Thank goodness. Remember, they just Enough. throw that name in there and throw uh, it in then there. Then that means they'll be, yes, good, good. I'm glad. Atlanta was nominated That's again. The, was that the first time they've been snubbed? Yeah. Oh, well, just boy. not nominated. Since, okay. Yeah. Um, Barry, is anyone watching that? I don't even really. Barry watched Barry. I, I watched Barry, but you know, we never even finished the oh, last three okay. episodes. I ran out of steam. Henry Winkler was kind of a yeah. tour de force in a supporting role as this acting teacher. He was really amazing. And mm-hmm. I don't know, it just didn't hold our yep. interest. Okay. And then Curb Your Enthusiasm, which was back on the air, got nominated. No. Cool. Yeah, it did. Okay, that was the crappiest season of Curb Your Enthusiasm. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
them ever. I didn't even watch it. It was so bad. Mm-hmm. It was just super. It was like Larry David for once had to try too hard or something. I didn't Silicon like it. Silicon Valley got nominated for comedy. Boo. That's, it's been nominated before. I know, but boo. Boo. Um, <laughs> okay. Glow. Donnie likes glow. I do okay. like glow. Okay, we don't but, like that. Why do you have um, seven nominations for the supporting actress, three from Handmaid's Tale? That was dumb. And then nothing for like. Uh, That's where Jodie Comer from Killing Eve should have been. Yes. yes, Donnie. Absolutely. Because the three handmaids will just cancel each other out, probably. Absolutely. And did you see No Fargo on here? I know. No. I know it. I want Louie to win. Um. Yep. Yeah. So there's... Okay. And, and Joseph Fiennes got nominated for The Handmaid's Tale. I don't think he's ever been nominated before because you got the two Game of Thrones guys and Mandy Patinkin. He could win any time for Homeland or I, Matt Smith for The Crown. Right. I want yeah. Mandy Patinkin to win. That's the one I highlighted. Saul Berenson. He's so, he's so great. How about Mandy Moore getting no nomination, Nothing. no nomination, and no nomination for The Handsome Actor? Oh, um, Milo Ventimiglia? No, no the, the, other the other one. one. The other one, because Milo and Sterling got it. But oh, they the, did, yeah. Right, the soap yeah, opera yeah. guy um, who, who plays I their other brother, and he really had a... Comp- I thought he was really incredible this season. I thought he season. had a great story, too. Josh, what's his name? Jay, it's something with the J. Come yeah. on, people. Come on, right. people. Hello, yeah. someone go 651 I don't watch it. People are, are yelling. Lori's the- discombobulated. I, I have to say that we danced. Our- Your brain was shook around last night. It was shook around, shook and shook then us. I had like a fireball for my birthday. Is it Justin Hartley? Yes, yes okay. Justin I knew it was Hartley. A I got character. the J. I thought he got snubbed. Yeah. But I guess when you got these big casts, somebody's going to get snubbed. Yeah. Snubbed. Yeah. Twin Peaks didn't get any acting, but they got a bunch of... Who cares? You know, the other kinds Did of, anyone watch it? No. No. Either, none of us watched it. None of us it. watched it. Um, and then they say, they're they saying Alison Brie for Glow that she should have gotten it, but I never... We don't like that show. I like Betty Gilpin, who got nominated. For what? For Glow. For Glow. Oh. Mm-hmm. Well, you don't even watch it. I quit. I did, too. I watched one episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. I know. You are, Donnie? You like I it? I am, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited. Um, did you guys watch The Looming Tower? I did. Series. Uh, but out of all, uh, looking at that, having watched Jeff Daniels in The Looming Tower, Darren Chris in The, the Assassination Gianni. of Johnny Versace, he's the winner out of all these people. I mean, Jesse Plemons got nominated yeah. for Black Mirror episode, John Legend for... No, Janet Benedict Cumberbatch. Did anyone watch Patrick Melrose? I have. No. I watched part of the first one. Okay, then that ended. It was a five season. Yeah, or it was a it five episode. It looked like it had a lot going for it. You know, I thought it should be good, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't. just didn't do it for me. I will say that Antonio Banderas was he good as, as Picasso? Picasso was excellent. But as was Picasso. he better than uh, that the Johnny Versace guy, uh, Darren yeah, Chris yeah, playing hard. Andrew Cunanan? It's, it's, it's a very different kind of role. I know, but I mean, you know, he was he, so... He, yeah, I know, I know. He personified he was, you know, evil. Uh, psychopathic evil. He did. Yeah, he yeah. did. He was so brilliant at it. Yeah, I can't see how he's Okay, so win. what about the only other one I'm thinking about it, you know, they say Roseanne Barr for Roseanne because... Um, oh, she, that's not a snub. No, Laurie never... Metcalf was nominated though for Roseanne. Oh, she was? Yeah. Okay, that's Sporting good. actress in a comedy series and Megan Mullally for Will and Grace. And no love for Winona Ryder for... Who for cares? I can't Stranger believe Things. Stranger Things got nominated... <laughs> Uh, for uh, what did they win? Like they got nominated for something big. Well, it's best drama, drama series. Yeah. Stranger Things. No one watched it, <laughs> and I'm sorry for everyone who did. That's just my <laughs> opinion it. today because I'm everybody. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I watched. This is going viral in a big way. 
This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this? What's the latest? Trending online this afternoon. Of course, the Emmy nominations are out. Lots of headline making news there. Game of Thrones leads the pack of nominees this year. Also trending, Mary Queen of Scots. A new trailer for the movie about Queen Elizabeth and Mary Queen of Scots is out. The movie stars Saoirse Ronan and Margot Robbie, and it's in theaters in December. Also, Emily Ratajkowski trending the model. She is showing off her huge engagement ring that she designed herself over on Instagram. And Cher is trending online this afternoon. She has an interesting opinion about the best male actor of the year. She is giving that accolade to one Paddington Bear. (laughs) She said that Paddington Bear's performance in Paddington 2 is the best male performance so far this year. I enjoyed it immensely. Everybody loves Paddington (laughs) 2. I saw both movies. Yeah, they are supposed to be very delightful. Go check them out yourself. That's what's trending here. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are absolutely delighted to have Judy Blundell uh, joining us. Uh, Her book, The High Season, is absolutely fantastic. One of our favorite books that we've read this summer. Hi, Judy. Judy, Hi. 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 What a great book. I have um, like four chapters left. I'm going crazy. Lori finished it. It, it, Okay, no spoilers. No spoilers. (laughs) So tell people, give us the setup of um, your book, The High Season. Uh, The High Season is about, uh, primarily about uh, the main character, Ruthie, and she has an almost ex-husband and a teenage daughter and the perfect summer beach house. You know, great shingle, killer view, it has been rescued and lovingly renovated by Ruthie and her husband, her husband Mike over the years. But the catch is the only way they can afford the house is to rent it out during the summer. And this summer, their renter is a woman who is very well known. She's a socialite, and she's kind of escaped this complicated life in Hamptons to come to Ruthie's house, which is on the North Fork of Long Island, which is a quieter, very chill part of Long Island compared to the Hamptons. And, right. of course, um, everything just kind of blows up from there. You you know, I just... I it lo- made me want to go there. So bad. I, yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> well, that's good. And just kind of the description, I there was one line, in it, and I can't remember where it was, something about how... People used to be more characters, or how everyone's starting to look alike. Where they're used to. Oh, yeah. What is that line? I loved it. I can't. But you know how everyone is starting to look the same, and the only thing that now is a way to separate people is their wallet. It's yeah. no longer their face yeah. or their teeth or anything. Yeah. You know, I can't yeah. remember what line you use, but that just struck I think me. It was, uh- the character of Doe, who's the millennial character, yes. is just reflecting on, because she's the character who, she has a, a secret Instagram account. She's a photographer, so that's, she's just trying to grow her Instagram. And so the way to do that is to take the ferry to the Hamptons and to crash these very fancy parties, which is what she does. And so she's reflecting on the fact that, 
you know, this is a Manhattan crowd, and they all kind of go to the same hairdressers and the same plastic surgeons and, you know, the same stylists, and so she has trouble telling them apart. Yeah, They all start to look like, okay, so the book is the high season, if you're just joining us. We're talking with Judy Blundell. Judy, in this book, it is such... Are you opening a package? (laughs) Me? Yeah. No. Oh, I just heard some scratching, and I'm like, what's going on? Um, No, I think it's the... It must be the telephone. Oh, okay. So, um, we just... Lori tore through this book. She was reading at my cabin last week, and I was still reading our book from last week. Yeah. But I was very... um, This one made me so happy. I just kept wanting to turn the page, and I do love a... Oh, good. I do love a book where... You know, you've got the the people who live there year round, and then you got the people, the summer people that mm-hmm. come Invade in the that, area. That come in, and mm-hmm. I'm wondering, do I mean, do you have experience in that side of uh, the Hamptons, or how did the local people feel about the high season? And you're telling people about it. Oh, well, that's kind of a two pronged question. Okay. Um, uh, well, I should explain to uh, your listeners that Long Island is shaped like a fish. Yes. And so picture a fish tail. There's a North Fork and a South Fork. And so there's a big difference between the two. And um, early on in my marriage, my husband and I lived in in, the, in Montauk, which is now basically yeah. Hampton, but back yeah. then it was just a empty beach town. And we mm-hmm. lived there year-round. So that was the first time I became acquainted with the idea of uh, we knew people who rented out their houses in the summer uh, in order to afford, you know, orthodontia or college fund or just to get by. And then they would also pick up second jobs. So that just kind of stuck in my head. Okay. And then I decided to set it in Orient years later. And I'm actually in Orient right now because I'm working on a new book. And it's just this lovely, quiet village where it's the Mm anti-Hampton. And so the people here do... They're so nice and welcoming. There's one general store, and uh, but I, they do this thing that I call the Orient Lean, which is, I'll say, oh, yeah, uh, when I was working on the book, I was like, oh, I'm working on a book, and it's set here in Orient, and they just sort of lean back and say, oh. oh. <laughs> Don't you tell know. anyone about this place. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's what I was would think, you know, because, like, when you are in a great place that's not discovered by everybody, you're mm-hmm. like, well, good for you. Yeah, but it's <laughs> compelling. That's what makes the story, the contrast between... The haves the, and the have-nots. Yeah, is that yeah. small museum that Ruthie directs, is that a real museum? Oh, no, I totally made that I up. Did, my I like my that. husband is a museum director, and we've been around the country with that job um, in the Pacific Northwest and in Florida and in Delaware and then in Westchester County, New York, and then now we're on Long Island. And so, and he's just a great guy and a really friendly guy, and he keeps relationships. And so, and he's a great cook. So we would have other curators and museum directors over, and I'm always right there with the bottle of wine, filling up the glasses, saying, so... You know, any gossip? <laughs> <laughs> Who was in the museum? Who bought a piece of art? You know, the the book is high season. Um, Judy, you know, it really, for a summer read, and Lori and I, I mean, Lori can read a book in a day. <laughs> And it takes me a little bit longer. And I'm listening to your book on online. I mean, I'm listening Audible. to your book on Audible and reading oh, it at the great. same time. I love oh, who's good. narrating it. I love oh, good. 
I love being able to do this. It's just maximizing my time. Does the author, Judy, do you have any say in who narrates uh, any book of yours? I actually did in this case where they sent me um, a couple of audition tapes and I was able to vote for my favorite and they and they chose the one that I that I wanted. Yeah, because yeah. you have romance, you have um, you know re- all different things. It's so good, but it's hard to even describe. It. It's just this is a great book. Yeah, it, it it it. I can see I can see the movie. I feel the movie. <laughs> Are you? Oh, that would be great. Would that be great? Or would you rather yeah. have it be like a eight se- an eight episode thing, like a Big Little Lies? What would be oh, your preferred? I, I, Treatment. I don't. I don't know. I would take either. Okay. In a okay. And you know, people might know you because you've um, your novel, "What I Saw and How I Lied," won the 2008 National Book Award for Young People's mm-hmm. Literature. You've got your mm-hmm. d- young adult series called "The 39 Clues," and there are four books in that. And this is quote unquote what they say. I always think that's so weird when they give that definition. Oh, this is someone's first adult novel, novel yeah. because I think of you know. I don't know. Some of our favorite books were written with young people in mind. Oh, well, you know yeah. what I mean. It's mm-hmm. like that, they called that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I just. I, but is the process any different for you, or is it the same? Um, I would say that it was it was a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you know, first of all, it's just been my great privilege and joy to write for children, and I did it for many, many years. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I've written a lot of books pseudonymously as well. I've written over 100 books for kids. But this wow. story was so clearly an adult story in yeah. my mind, and I, I just kind of had to get to it. took me years to be able to clear my schedule. I finally just had to say no to contracts and sit down wow. and finish it. And I think that... Um, the difference is I would say that I work in more layers in the adult book in terms of, uh, you know, there's more characters, there's, there's more plot lines, Mm -hmm. but it was very important to me. And I really set out to write a, a a literary novel in the sense that the language is important. The, the visual imagery was important, but also be, you know, if, with kids book what is number one is story and so that it's like a master class in how to pull a reader to a book because mm-hmm. there's I was always trying to connect with reluctant readers as kids so mm-hmm. that means that something has to twist or turn every four or five pages mm-hmm. so that was really important to me to, to read an adult to I'm sorry to write an adult book in which story was really paramount and the characters were deep but there was still a lot going on there's a ton know? going on yeah. yeah you know and if you're an art lover I love oh. the references you know to not talking to the man with the hood on and, yeah. and how he describes <laughs> I mean just kind of the over the top because you can just see these people so zen and so in the know and so rich it's just so juicy. You know fun what? You to know, read that. yeah. And uh, Judy, you know what? Um, when I'm we're thinking about the high season, it reminds, and I think Julia would feel the same way. But about four or five years ago, when we read Crazy Rich Asians, oh, in, in the summer, and we were so taken uh, with yeah. the vividly painted world. You know, that Kevin Kwan did. And that's what the high season does. You have it because you've got that kind of characterization going on with just the amazing is a main people. character. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Really amazing. Well, I find that super wealthy really fascinating because there's more and more of them today. Yeah. 
Um, and it's not even the 1%. It's kind of like the 1% of the 1%. Yeah. Um, oh, you're right about that. Yeah. And they live in a world of enormous privilege. Mm-hmm. And there's a character in the high season that, you know, there was a, the daughter of that yes. billionaire in the hoodie. Um, you know, it's just amazing to me when you think about, okay, have you ever waited online at the post office? <laughs> no, you right. know, have you ever, you know, all the things that the, the inconveniences that clutter our lives right. or just, just don't exist for these people, mm-hmm. you it's... know? Um, and if you read about how they live, you know, the, I think there's a line in the book about how the shampoo bottles are always full. Yes, and, yes. You know, and the soap never becomes this latherless disc in the, you know, <laughs> that you just don't have to deal. The mail comes and it's just fun things. Yeah. And, and magazines. Everything is painted so, that's so good because and then you just root for Ruthie like because she's going through hell in a handbag and you're just rooting for the main (laughs) character like gosh can she catch a break you know somewhere it's so good thank you so much we have to ask you really quickly um, before you leave us Judy um, what's the last great book that you read oh um, that's great because I'm kind of on a reading writing retreat out here and I just finished this morning that kind of mother by Ruman Alam um, he wrote Rich and Pretty a couple of years ago, okay, and yeah. I, I really enjoyed uh, that book. I think he's a really super interesting writer. Okay, because right, we love to know that. Thank and you so much. I, I nice feel, to meet you. We feel like the high season. I mean, I I know you've got. I know it's being chopped in Hollywood right now, so we'll keep our fingers crossed for you. Yeah. It would be an amazing. Either way, because you movie. have so many. You have so many different yeah. age groups. So oh, many different. Yeah. It'd be so good. Well, I wish Hollywood made movies out of you know like this instead of just you know yeah, superheroes yeah. movies. I know. I yeah, we're exactly. with you, sister. Reese Witherspoon is listening today, so That's we'll right. make sure she knows about you. Okay. All right, hi Reese. All right, hi. So Thanks nice to, to meet you, bye, Judy. Judy. Bye, you guys, thank you. Super the book fun and so smart. Thank you. Thank oh, you. The book is the high season. We've got a couple copies. And uh, coming back, what's going to happen, Lorraine? What is going to happen? Chef surprise. No, we do. You're giving us a movie review of a very amazing movie. I did see an amazing movie. Everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday. I decided, Julia, I finally understand why people sometimes will come up to us and say, you just make traffic better. I don't even mind. I have a long drive. Because I had to drive to Chaska this morning. Ooh, <laughs> I didn't know. It was a three-hour like tour. It was a three-hour adventure. A three-hour really? tour. Yeah, because I oh brought Kay- I had to bring <laughs> Casey to something, and yeah. so I had to wait. Oh, but it was for, I you know, see, it's like really a long way. And I yeah. thought... And I thought, well, this is why we do make traffic better. Yes, we do. You know, and you can download us. Yes, because we're a podcast too. I know. Not, I know. We can be even when you aren't in traffic. We can mark you around the lake. Okay. So last night, I was so excited. I um, saw a premiere for a movie that's not coming out for another month called yeah. Crazy Rich Asians, which we just referenced talking to Judy about her book, The High Season, because it did remind me of that book and just the richness yeah. of the characters. Because the way. Ki- Kevin Kwan, who wrote Crazy Rich Asians, it's a three-part yeah, series. That's the first one. Yeah, and I think you can read them independently. 
No, no you want to read, read it in the order. Fir- All right, you but read you have to order. read that first one is the only one that I read. Yeah, well, that's the only story that's being told in the right. movie that you saw because right. they will make a trilogy if this is successful oh, yeah. and it's going to be, I think. So here's how they, I remember the way the book started. There's Rich, there's Really Rich, and then there's, there's Crazy, crazy Rich. rich. Mm-hmm. And... I was, it's so good. It's a comedy, love story, family. So the story is basically about um, a young uh, Asian man who's from this unbelievably, unbelievable wealth in Singapore. But it starts out, doesn't it, with him meeting Rachel and she doesn't know that he's part of this wealthy family. Well, I was going to say, yes. Yeah. Yes, so they're dating, and he his best friend is getting okay, married. Okay, just tell us. It's so good. Is it good? It's so good. Okay, good. It was really well done. Because Kevin Kwan has been very excited because he worked with Hollywood right. on this on his book. And they don't always get to do that. No, and it was directed by John Chu. And so and it's an all-Asian cast. It's an all-Asian cast. Oh, and the, and um, Constant Wu plays the main Constance. girl. Constance. Oh, Constance, Constance Wu. Wu. Yeah, yes, from okay. Fresh Off yeah. the Boat. Oh, yeah, yeah. She plays Rachel, and then Henry Golding, we looked him up, plays Nick Young, the main character. never acted before. Never's nothing. Oh. They found yeah. him on Insta. Yep. On Instagram. Yeah. Seriously, and he was absolutely fabulous. Per- he's perfect as Henry. Oh, he's perfect. And, he's Nick. And then Aquafina, who, or yeah, excuse me, Nick, <laughs> he's perfect as, uh, Aquafina is perfect um, because... No, we fell in love with her in Ocean's Eight. Yeah. And we I knew she was gonna be in this movie and everyone is saying, Oh, she's a little scene stealer. She plays Rachel's best friend. She's amazing. Yeah. She's amazing. Everything about it is over the top, but the thing that we got to do and I never Where'd you get to go? Singapore? Did they film really in Singapore? Singapore. Mm-hmm. It is. And just to see the decadent over the top, unbelievable wealth. Yeah. Just blows you away, and it's something I will never, ever, ever Is be exposed to. Is any of the movie expo- uh, filmed in Hong Kong? I don't know. Oh, how would I know that? Well, you would know if you're no, in they, Hong Kong. No, no, they went on a bachelor party, and we saw some other beautiful yeah. places. Yeah, but no, it wasn't in Hong Kong. Yeah, okay, no, and um, also like Aquafina, mm-hmm. um, her dad in the movie is is Ken Yong, who is from The Hangover. Oh yeah, that guy. Oh mm-hmm. gosh, it's just it's. It does everything. It does everything. Yeah. It's so decadently delicious. And your predictions that is it going to do just bang up? It's going to be what all yep. the women go see of yep. all ages. Yep. Yeah. And I talked to some and people afterwards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and the smart guys who want to go on it's dates. Sonny's got his hand. Yeah. I'm going. It's yeah. a good love story. <laughs> good. It just is a good love story. Oh, and I'm we, excited. And I just, I want to go to Singapore. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Wow. So anyway. Yeah. August right. 15th. Well, he. Opened. Yeah, when is it? August 15th? Yeah, so a month, a month. Did anyone ask you about your opinion when you left the theater? Was anybody with clipboards no, getting your opinion? No, they weren't asking my opinion. But mm-hmm. the guy that directed it, his name is John Chu, and he wants to do a movie. You know, they've already announced that they're going to be doing a movie about the, the soccer teams. Yeah. Yes. And the people that are doing the movie um, that have already said they're, they're going to do it, they are called um, Pure Flex Entertainment, and um, they are a faith-based production company responsible for God's Not Dead franchise. And um, the guy, the CEO of PureFlex, Michael Scott, lives in Thailand part-time and saw the rescue efforts firsthand. And he has spoken to the divers and family members, and he wants to do a movie about it. But 
John Chu, the director of Crazy Rich Asians, yeah. also says he wants to do a movie about it because he doesn't want it whitewashed. He said there were amazing heroes here. Yeah, so and they're all tied. Yeah, and they're all yeah. tied. So there's a couple of people yeah. fighting to right. you know make the movie and stuff. All right, but well, fine, good luck. I know. Oh, well, gosh. he's going to have some power because Crazy Rich Asians is probably going to do bonkers at the box office. It's so good. Because we haven't had uh, this kind of a movie. I mean, we had Ocean's 8. That was delicious. And that did very, very well. I felt like well. I was seeing something that I, w- I wanted to go back and watch it again, like Bridget Jones' Diary or something. Yeah, so, right. Like, it's a classic, an instant classic. It is. Yeah, good. I just wanted to go back and see it again. Okay, so here's a text I get from my brother okay. this morning. Your birthday saw the best Wimbledon men's quarterfinals day in history. It was amazing all day long my brother he said this is he said i'm we're gonna we're gonna crash after wimbledon between the world cup and wimbledon he's just like wow yeah well all the big stuff is happening and is it true that yesterday was that that the matches were that amazing well i i I watched the roger federer the federer um anderson i think is the guy the south african guy that he played against big condo big condo he's 610 i watched a little of that yeah but they went to um five sets and in the fifth set they don't stop playing they don't do a tiebreaker you have to win by two games okay so i think the final score was like 13 13 to 11 11 i watched it 13 they had to play 13 games Mm mm-hmm or I mean, no, uh, 23, 23. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my word. Has That'll that ever happened? Has that ever happened? That I don't, they've I don't that even many? know. Oh, don't know. No, Nadal. And there's a classic Nadal and Federer 2009 one that went on forever. But the thing about it was. Kondo was the only one to break Federer's serve. The entire tournament. That is a fact. That's not his name. No, Kondo. Big Kando, the guy who beat Oh, that's Federer. what they're but his name is Anderson. Kevin yeah. Anderson. Kevin yeah, but they Anderson. call him Big oh. Kando because he's 6'10". That's, wow. oh. I'm just giving you the inside yeah. tennis scoop, Joel. But apparently the Nadal-Diplo one yesterday was even better. Oh, yeah, when he played Del Potro, that mm-hmm. Juan Martin Del Potro. We like him. He's mm-hmm. cute. He is cute. Okay. The, the American that's still in it is fine, but he, he all he does is serve. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? And England's out of the World Cup. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Why do they schedule those at the same time? The well, World Cup is scheduled so 